Facebook is getting a refresh. The social media giant unveiled a new logo with new colors to indicate that Facebook also owns WhatsApp and Instagram. The rebrand comes amid calls for transparency and a probe by the Federal Trade Commission. Brands are changing, either as a direct result of public outrage or as a measure to align values with consumers. Think about how General Motors communicated going electric. The car maker pulling the wraps off its new logo today. It's part of a marketing campaign that focuses on electric vehicles. It is revolutionary how it's changed, Gross. I'm joking. They have to move towards towards the uh, EV side. They have to change. It can't be your dad's or our grandfather's uh, automobile company. These marketing campaigns represent how the brand wants to evolve. Your brand is so important. It represents a company's mission. Now, Apple, fortunately, is one of the half a dozen best brands in the whole world. Right up there with Nike, Disney, Coke, Sony. It is one of the greats of the greats, not just in this country, but all around the globe. Apple, at the core, its core value is that we believe that people with passion can change the world for them. Those people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that actually do. Stick around to learn more about why brands are changing and why your buying patterns can actually affect change. A lot of things have changed, but values and core values, those things shouldn't change. Welcome to THC, where we unpack the ever-changing technology economy. Hang out with Jed, Shikar, and Adrian as we tackle the industries of tomorrow. This is Things Have Changed. Everyone knows what a brand is, right? It's probably some logos, the logo of your company, some different kind of colors that you have on it the font, the typeface, whatever you have when you throw out ads and stuff on social media. What are brands for? We can think about a couple of use cases, right? A lot of industries, um, it has a very low barrier to entry. And, you know, it's easy to get in there and it's easy to create a similar product. So you can't differentiate based on product. Some people have to use brands as a way to differentiate. Right. What is, you know, for example, a really famous example for brand is, is Coke. Pepsi. Right? Bro, it's Coke. <laughs> Bro, hang on. What it, it works better. Trust me. Watch this. It works better. So what is a Coke bottle without the Coke logo? It's just, it's just cola, bro. It's just cola. See how that works? That, that does work. Coca, but, cola. No, no, no. Wait, let me tell you what, how I was going to phrase it. Pepsi. When I grew up in India, Pepsi was just not cola. Pepsi was me trying to be like the David Beckhams, the Ronaldinho's, and the cricket team because all the ads were that. It was cool ads where I was like, wow, this is it, you know? Like, it was always just the way I grew up. I used to play football, cricket, and after the session, we used to just go and drink Pepsi because that was Let the feeling. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. 
Do you know what the difference is between Coke and Pepsi? I think Coke is sweeter. Shut the fuck up. You don't but know I've not, shit. <laughs> but I've not, I've, I've not drunk either in like years though. Okay. Well, you know, that's... So I've forgotten of, how they taste, basically. That's the thing. So, you know, growing up, I never knew the damn difference. It's just you chose Coke or Pepsi if you believed in a certain thing. In yeah, fact, yeah. Like, Brand allegiance, were, dude. Anyone tells me Coke, exactly. I'm like, I'm already like... Who is dude, this guy? Who yeah. the hell is this guy? Exactly. So the main point is that, you know, brand is super powerful. That shows you how brand is super powerful, right? A lot of cola brands could have been formed. It's not like there's anything super unique in, in somebody's formula. You know, like, for example, how much is a, a Ralph Lauren polo shirt versus just a normal polo shirt? Serves the same purpose. But Ralph Lauren can can charge a premium because of its brand, right? And who knows where half that shit is made, right? So it's kind of interesting. But, you know, what are brands for that question you ask? And, and I read something, um, an article from The Economist that was trying to say that, you know, brands are to be able – brands are made to be able to – um, establish loyalty beyond reason. That's Everybody can remember a certain brand. You can count the economists to give like an iconic line and just drop it in just random articles. Yeah, But you know, within this article, they talk about the concept of, of brand strength, right? How companies have been trying to establish like brand strength. That's what marketing agencies, advertising agencies are, are trying to accomplish, right? And what they say is that, you know, brand strength is made up of, of loyalty plus emotional connection. As we were just talking about, right, Pepsi and Coke, we yeah, both yeah. have an emotional connection to that. You know, it reminded you of trying to become messy. It reminded you of becoming great. All those commercials with freaking uh, Ronaldo, know, freaking, Ronaldinho, all that. Yeah. All that. It was sick, dude. All of that has uh, has established connection with you. So you have this type of loyalty when you were consuming the product. To, to you know, if, if you're not a soft drink fan, you grew up in this age, that's something similar to Apple. Right. There's people who freaking love Apple regardless of how many features it misses. Right. <laughs> or you saw the latest, say, you, you saw the latest air tags. It's a button with what? a GPS sensor that you can just carry around and you can attach to your keys and your bags. And now you can track everything. And it's bro, like, whatever it is, it's been out for at least 10 years that that's still. <laughs> so here's the difference because it's Apple. Exactly. We want it because that bitten apple logo means something to people exactly and that's brand strength brand today is more than just the logo the font the typeface the ads that they put out it is what the consumers think when they see the name of the company so it's every interaction the experiences that they've had what differentiates that product versus something else it's all of that combined and that's the brand. So you can think of a company less about the product and more about the brand and community that they're trying to build. You know, your Manscaped, um, Dollar Shave Club, Harry's going against Gillette, um, all your, you know, the, the drinks that you're literally drinking right now, kombucha, and all these new drinks coming it's up. just you, dude. It's just you. But also, you know, the seltzers. That was yeah. ridiculous CBG. Right? Yeah. Truly, you know, you had White Claw. Oh my gosh, the ads for that, ridiculous. There's never been more competition in, in these industries. And it's never been easier to build a following that will just stick to your product. And so, you know, 
we we've talked kind of about what what brand strength is and and you know what are brands um what is the current state of brands right now what do they have to be so we've seen brands evolve over these past few decades like what is so interesting what is the interesting change that's happening to brands in light of the covid-19 pandemic businesses and companies have to serve your stakeholders your consumers your environment everyone who interfaces your product and not just the folks that own your shares right so it's more like a stakeholder capitalism versus shareholder capitalism so and that's becoming more and more the theme and it's something that's happening with multinational companies as well with the pandemic you know a lot has changed company brands have things changed have. things have yeah. changed company brands have changed like crazy <laughs> like you know um it's it's a great reset that companies see like okay this big thing has happened let's come out of it as a you know as a better brand more authentic brand a brand that consumers can connect with so one big example was gm like on their earnings call they just said hey we're coming up with a new logo and it's going to be gm it's going to be sleeker and it's going to be in a blue blue kind of um, color and what does the blue stand for well the blue stands for and in air quotes the clear skies of zero emissions future that's basically i mean it sounds corny <laughs> but like they want to show that they are doing something to evolve to where the auto industry is going to be and they're pivoting towards electric vehicles stay with us we'll be right back and so used to having everything in front of them right away that we forget that innovation just takes time. I, I, myself, I get frustrated too. Why? And you know, this is being one of my best friends is, Hey, I talk to you all the time. Hey man, I'm frustrated in the fact that I can't seem to just get there in mm -hmm. the next day, but that's just not how these things work, right? Innovation needs to be planned out. It needs to be very methodical. And then when it finally hits, that's when it seems like to everyone else that it, it sort of just came out of nowhere. But to you, you know the amount of dedication that it took over that time. That's crazy. Dude, I mean, did, did you hear about that April Fool's joke from Volkswagen? <laughs> Was it April Fool's? I thought... They're going to change it. Well, no, that's actually not going to happen, bro. It was it was just a publicity stunt to get people talking about their new product, right? Huh. But it, it was kind of crazy to think, you know, when they put out, obviously, I feel like everybody knew this already, but it came out on April April Fool's where um, Volkswagen is changing its name to Volkswagen, right? Where Volt, like know, the electric... Yeah, bro. Yeah, current. Like yeah. Electricity, you yeah. know? And it, it's kind of crazy because... We it's cool. I, I'd be down for that, dude. I mean, it would be it would be crazy, right? But because you know, if you think Volkswagen is people's car, and so Volkswagen means electric car, you know, so I think it it still works. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool the way you think about it. But you know, CEO came out with a press release saying, "Hey, um, we're not. There's no name change of the company." Um, we're going to create electric vehicles, but you know, we're not going to shy away from creating the best vehicles for people. 
you know, yeah. they're still maintaining their brand, but it just shows you how like electric has become a huge part of the agenda for even legacy car companies. That's ridiculous, right? So brand changes can signify a change in direction, right? Massive changes in direction. Yeah. And, and one big one that, that really stuck out was Pfizer. Pfizer changed its logo to like this double helix, kind of like a DNA cooler logo. And it makes sense, right? I mean, pre-pandemic, Pfizer was just part of Big Pharma. And with the pandemic and then Pfizer being, you know, one of the best vaccines out there, they they are leaning into that where they're like, okay, now let's change it up because now we believe in breakthrough stuff and helping people. So they are, it's a way for them to show that they believe in the breakthroughs and helping people for the common good, right? So it's let's interesting. See how that works. <laughs> yeah, let's see how that works. But I mean, whatever they're doing with the distribution and manufacturing of the vaccines has been just really good. So, I mean, they get a pass, I guess, for a bit, but let's, let's revisit after the pandemic. So companies are changing brand. So why now though? Right, we we spoke about the pandemic. Is there any specific reason other than the pandemic? I mean, is it just the consumers? Well, you know, we have to think about what you had mentioned earlier, which was the shift of the form of capitalism that we live in. Right, so we're thinking about a shift from a stockholder um, capitalism approach, where it's all about the people who own the stock, right, and public companies especially. Yep. Um, yep. It's all about them, right? It's all about their interests. We're shifting from that to stakeholder where it involves the consumer, it involves the employees, you know, it's a, it's a totally different um, form of capitalism, right? And what that means is that now the interests of the consumers, the interests of the employees who work for that company are starting to become increasingly more important, you know? So um, it, it's becoming a place in where they are subject to our values. These companies are subject to our values. If we care yeah. about a certain thing, we Absolutely. will speak out about it on social media and the companies will have to fucking respond. Yeah. Right? That's just how it goes nowadays. And the consumers are becoming more powerful. We have a voice now. Yeah. And dude, uh, consumers finally have a say with regards to what product they want to use and they have a choice they can jump to another product so you're seeing a lot of the 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 values of hey you guys need to be transparent there's a demand increased demand for authenticity desire to be more uh, in tune with what's happening in societies um with um, injustices, racial inequalities, gender inequalities, all of that. Your businesses have to cater to all of that. So the younger generations are really moving the needle with regards to um, choosing what they want to be the brands of the future, right? And one thing always comes in mind for me specifically, like I'm a big Chipotle fan. I call it Portal. Oh, Portal. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, they absolutely nail the messaging and branding. They nail it because, you know, I, when I sign up, they send me a monthly report of everything that they have done to uplift the societies. Everything from, you know, food. How much food are they buying from organic sources? How much investments they have put into local farmers and young farmers and sustainable products, right? They talk about people. 
all that they've done for people to get into the hospitality industry and you know providing loans and and donations fundraisers for restaurants through this pandemic right environment like i touched on it briefly they recently came out with like a landmark um statement that they are 51% waste free the whole organization is 51% waste free how do they even get that well like they take serious measures to make sure they follow recycling composting waste to energy they have that whole program set up to make sure that you know they are achieving their goals and it's always how can we do better how can we do better so much so they've created this brand the sustainable brand and you know they're using the avocado seeds as a natural dye in the shirts that they sell and now they're a clothing brand as well which looks pretty sick like if you we'll we'll have the link in the bio but like you check it out and you if it wasn't a chipotle website you'd think it was a lulu or an adidas um product line because they know people are fanatic about the, their brand and what they mean and are willing to wear their products and not just eat it yeah <laughs> but no i mean it. they are killing it with this whole brand their stock has significantly outperformed the market right and there is a there is a big correlation over here where powerful brands uh, this is a mckinsey report but powerful brands significantly outperformed the market over i guess over the last 20 years they have almost doubled what the powerful brands if you take the top 50 powerful brands that basket has doubled the just standalone market right isn't that crazy i mean it shows that you know if you believe in a product you'll come back right i mean the same reason you know what like you have this um affinity with chipotle i have the same with tesla bro even before <laughs> i i bought tesla products like i was just really into the whole Tesla mission. You know, especially like being in college, being this impressionable child, like I loved seeing the videos of Elon Musk, dude, we're talking being a caterpillar, talking about um, you know, the mission to to get to space, the mission to sustainability, like all this crap that he had posted stuff about on the Tesla website and the way they would, you know, have these these meetings where Elon Musk would just go fucking off the rails and and say some dumb shit, you know, like and still would do well. You know, and that culminated to the moment I bought a Tesla to become way more intimate and powerful to me. You know what I mean? Like it's not just like somebody going out to buy a car. I've been a part of Tesla blogs and Tesla Facebook groups since fucking 2005 or some shit, right? And that time when Facebook was coming up, one of the reasons why I signed up for Facebook was for a Tesla group. Like literally I wanted to be part of that community. I I you one of those who were like, "Hey, welcome for to uh, thanks for joining this group. <laughs> We are independent thought thought provoking individuals on this group." Bro, not at all. It was actually a it was actually a um a group for solving problems, common problems for, you know, Tesla owners, right? Bro, And but you didn't have it back then. So exactly. you were just what were you doing on it? I was literally on it to see what people's problems were like because I knew I was going to fucking buy a Tesla in like 10 years. That's wow, literally okay. what I was thinking about this whole time. That so, is so that's a brand right there. That is a brand, right? Yeah. So I loved it so much that that buying experience for me was like I need to have this. But let me tell you what, like <clears throat> I didn't think Tesla was the most like I didn't think it was the most amazing brand. In fact, I had one one condition. 
right, in my head. My condition was that Tesla needed to be led by somebody like Elon Musk. It needed to be this powerful leader because, dude, yep. I didn't follow Tesla's news articles. And every time I see Tesla on the news, I don't click on it. I click because Elon Musk is saying that shit. I literally yeah, like yeah. I follow that guy's Twitter. Like there's just so much that he's contributed to the message of the company that the company is the brand of the company is Elon Musk. Absolutely. And it's it's this new wave of authenticity. Who has the most belief in a product? The founder of that product itself. Right. So you're seeing this new wave of authentic branding, personal branding, where people who relate to a particular person, personality, famous person, will buy the products that they advertise because they know these guys are not just going to throw recommendations for everything. It's curated. They're not just throwing advertisements. They are being very selective on what they represent. And Musk is one of them, dude. Like, Jobs for Apple, Musk for Tesla, they live and breathe the company. So you kind of follow that. You you know they're being authentic and earnest about the product. Um, and this wave that is happening even on social media, right? Where one example is the Kylie Jenner's cosmetics line, Kylie Cosmetics. She became a billionaire because people love her so much that she started a cosmetics line. They are willing to buy the cosmetics line, right? So it's become really powerful, this um, like personal branding in general. What is cooler than buying into a product that will help you save the world, literally? Like that's just what they make you think. You know what I mean? Like the brands have this effect on you, th this pure authenticity that Elon's actually trying to save the world. In fact, like when you think about what he's done, right? Uh, this is just for personal branding. What he's done is that he's almost gone broke multiple times. It's been on the news. And what they try to put out is he almost went broke and still put in all his money into saving SpaceX, for example, right? Like when you're buying a Tesla, you don't think about I'm buying this because it's a great product. I'm buying this because motherfucker's trying to save the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's trying to build us a, an, an entire economy on space. So that we, it's just it's a lot more powerful to have that that personal brand. Um, and, and we have a choice now to be a part of that mission, right? Yeah, so, and it shows yeah. that the, the legacy automakers didn't believe in this stuff. The consumers wanted it. Elon made it cool. Elon made it marketable, make it, made it personable, that you were part of the mission to make uh, it a more greener world. And now everyone's changing their logos. <laughs> so, you know, like consumers have so much say these days they can change companies they can dump companies if they want if you're not catering to your audience or not mindful and so you know why why is this stuff important right if you have if you haven't figured it out yet <laughs> throughout this whole call is what we're trying to tell you is that you have a voice it's pretty important these days to choose what kind of products you're supporting Right. Like when you go into the, the grocery store and think about, you know, what kind of coffee, coffee beans I should buy or or what kind of coffee I should even get every freaking morning. Right. There's an impact into what you're doing. We, we can see that now. We can track that from what these companies are doing. Companies are becoming more transparent. You have a choice when you go in there and, and, and buy products to for what to support for, you know, if you're getting Chipotle or if you're getting Jack in the Box. Right. 
it's almost the same price, bro. Go with go with the premium product. You know what I mean? Like buy something that aligns with your values and your mission, right? And that's how we can affect change with these companies because they care. They're going to listen. Yeah, dude. And on a final note, the sales for canned water, some just regular regular ass water in a metal can has been roaring, soaring, whatever word you want to use. Because people Fucking want, water. <laughs> because people want bottled water without the plastic bottle, so they are buying <laughs> aluminum cans with water in it. So there is this whole market. We we spoke about Coke and stuff prior to this, right? Coke is still the biggest polluter on the planet as a business, and they need to get their act. I know they made a few purchases into this space to to kind of alleviate uh, to at least represent a bit more with sustainability and stuff and they need to rapidly move because consumers can choose i'm sure you've had this conversation in the past where you know somebody in your friend group goes like well will my purchase you know change the way things are going it's so terrible already like how do i know this is going to make a change like you can see it now you can see it that that your choices actually have a direct impact into how companies are are conducting business that's completely changing they care now Consumers have the choice and they're willing to pay for cleaner, more sustainable, more authentic products. Hey, thanks so much for listening to our show this week. You could subscribe to us. And if you're feeling generous, well, you could even leave us a review. Trust me, it goes a long, long way. You could also follow THC at THC underscore pod on Twitter and LinkedIn. This is Things Have Changed. Things Have Changed.